So, I think we can move on to the third week since Duncan's left. So, like, what does the beginning of this next week like look like? Just, um, first three days, let's say. Sunday to, Sunday through Tuesday. Um. And it can be, like, just as simple as just, like, painting a little picture. Mm-hmm. I feel like Adney's been trying to, like, come down from her freak out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, really, really been in the school yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. she's, like, incorporated any gestures, touring gestures, mm-hmm. into, like, a fun little, like, extracurricular yeah. kind of thing. There's a drama club now. Yeah. Cool. And Edney's definitely cool. running it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so on, like, Wednesday, I guess, I'm sure this world has another other names for their days, but... That day. That day. <laughs> the day that would be Wednesday. Uh-huh. Um, I think there's just like, you're coming about your normal day, um, and you just kind of catch Meridian in the, in the main hall, and she's, um, oh, and you can I talk to you for a sec? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, let's walk and talk. Let's just like go down to the main town. We'll be... uh, I also okay. promised Skua I'd pick up some like nice bread for dinner. It's whatever. Um... So I just wanted to let you know, um, I got a word back from the chiefesses, the other chiefesses and ritualists, because um, I sent word about keeping everyone updated on what this village is doing. Um, I forgot to tell you that Duncan asked me to do that. Mm-hmm. And I just want to let you know that you and Duncan are you're doing great. You're in really good graces with the other chief- chiefesses and ritualists. Like, it's you're doing really well. Um, they're happy with what everybody's been doing, and they approve of Duncan's diplomacy, speaking to some degree on our behalf. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they weren't offended by anything. That's awesome. No, they, they think you did quite well with the justice system. I'm, I'm glad I did it justice. <laughs> Very funny. You doing okay? Seems like you've had a lot in your mind. My partner in crime is off with his other partner in crime, so. Hold on, do you, like, she's, she's kind of, she's kind of an oblivious person. Mm -hmm. She's like, wait, do you have the thing with Duncan? Do you have feelings for Duncan? (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. I honestly couldn't I mean, if I tried. He's pretty good looking, but like, yes, he's very good looking. It's just like too wholesome. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, there's not like a like just the slightest bit of like a an edge. Yeah, there's no like crooked smile. She's just like, I'm here. Like, <laughs> and she like puts her hands on her hips like a superhero sort mm-hmm. of pose. I don't know. Not my type in men, at least. Rudy and I couldn't have a thing for Duncan if I tried. That's like asking if your brother is more than just objectively hot. Mm, fair enough. No, I just... You know, just like that. He's like my brother. I'm actually an only child. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I didn't. Your family's in town now, right? What's left of them? Well, that must be good. Maybe you should go spend time with him. Mm. I don't know how much that would help. Mm. 
I've got to go get bread. And she like pats you on the shoulder and walks off. <laughs> and then speaketh of the devil and he shall appear, right? Mm-hmm. You hear Liam calling out to you. Oh, dear. Like, hey, Et. Etney. Come on. I don't have to call you Lady Lone Tree, do I? Liam, whatever. What? Look, your mom and dad and our aunt throwing a party next week. Next, um, next, not, next Friday. Okay. Do they need something for me? We want you to be there. I want you to be there. I'm inviting you to a party. All you do is work. Come on. Remember when we used to go out? Sneak off to a dance hall? One of those ones that we were not old enough to get into? <laughs> yeah. It and... will not be like that. <laughs> at least we used to do stuff that was fun. You can always pull it off. You were so tall. And you always had that mature, quiet countenance. Brooding is the word you're looking for. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> you know... It's going to be kind of a big party. There's going to be a lot of people there. You can avoid them if you want, probably. I mean, not the whole night, but, like, you know what I mean. I mean, like, Latsima's invited. Well, of course they invited her. They're inviting anybody that I'm close with. Uh, they're not inviting her, and, like, he gestures towards Meridian, who's, like, head and shoulders above most people, mm -hmm. so you can still see her at a distance. Yeah, big shock about that. I know, I know, okay? I'm sorry. It's... You can't control who her family is. You know, I will be there. They're not allowed to talk about it, though. Talk about what? They're not allowed to be like, Look who strolled into our okay, party. I'll tell you, I'll tell them, I'll tell them, I promise. Okay. If it happens by, like, chance, because you are the lady of Lone Tree, it's not my fault. If other people are doing it, it's fine, but I know why they're doing it, and I don't want it. Okay, okay, I'll tell them. Thanks for coming. See you in a while. Don't work too hard, okay? Yeah, I'll catch you later. See ya. Um, so he takes off, and I think the rest of that day and the next couple days kind of pass without any major event. Yeah. But it's summer now. Mm -hmm. It's warm and beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, like... From the top of Lone Tree, where the keep is, and the mouth of the mountain, mm -hmm. you can see the green valley fields, and it's like gentle breezes, and like the sunsets are getting like spectacular. Um... And, like, the, there's no green grass festival this year, mm -hmm. just because there's just not enough people to, like, be behind it. Yeah. But everybody in, the, in all of Lone Tree is, like, I like this, like, paper lanterns thing from the green grass. So, like, at night, whole town's lit up with paper lanterns now. It's pretty cool. It's really pretty. Um, but on, like, the, the last day of the week, um, I don't know why you would be by the river. These are... It's, like, a nice place to walk, but... Yeah. I'd, I'd imagine you're doing a lot of loner sort of stuff. Yeah. But by the mouth of the river, looking out over the whole town and valley, at sunset, on, like, the last day of the third week, mm -hmm. 
You run into Wicker, because mm-hmm. he's finally not working, mm-hmm. and he kind of disappeared to, like, rest. Yeah. And he's smoking a pipe and reading, you know. Like, the last time you had a really good conversation with him. Right. And, I hate to say it, but, like, like, Thorn. Like, I think because it's sunset, there's, like, a silhouette, and just for a second, like, just the way that he sits is, mm-hmm. like, ugh, that's his dad, like... Sometimes it happens that way. Yeah. And he, like, looks up at you. And he smiles. Good evening, Anthony. How are you? You know, I'm... I'm okay. Would you like to sit with me? Put your feet in the river. It's rather nice. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. How have you been? Hmm. All over the place. In a good way or a bad way? I guess a bad way. Sorry. I don't mean to add to your troubles, but... Would you mind... Listening to an old man for a minute? There's nothing to mind. Etni, I'm tired. It's been a long year, and a half almost. I'm very old for our kind. Very old. And so much magic is putting a strain. You know I'd never... No, I, I know, I know. It's just risky when you use the magic that being a ritualist needs. You know that. I just need to find and train a replacement soon. Find or train, I suppose. Perhaps there's a ritualist who's going to be passed over, ritualist apprentice in the village. They'll have to be orcish for now. Maybe in ten years. Fifteen years. One of the children who's going to be born here. There were a few children born last week. Do you know that? Some of the first born here. I guess I didn't realize. We've been here a while. People have felt safe enough to grow their families, start their families. And perhaps one of them will be steeped enough in our ways to be ritualist. But for now, you need someone who knows everything. Edney, I, I... I think my book is starting to close. But I am so proud of what the twilight of my work has been. He gestures. New Lone Tree is a jewel. Do you really think that? It's worth protecting, worth nurturing. Look, look over there. Any points? See them? I can't quite remember their names. Old mind, you know. Any points to like this uh, halfling mm-hmm. and um, 
and I think one of the elf soldiers, mm -hmm. they're holding hands. Mm -hmm. And like, look at that. And then there are a couple. I had to tell them where to go find a, find a restaurant. And then look over there. And he like points to, um, he points to, I think, Cloud, that big orc with the dreadlocks. Um, and he's, uh, he's carrying a bunch of like, lumber um, up up a steep area and there's like some original lone tree people mm -hmm. right behind him doing mm -hmm. the same like they've started a, a, a long distance wood chopping business I suppose on the side together since we don't really have much lumber around here anymore they go get it for people it's a little more expensive, harder trade for people, but for now, that's what we need to do. Look at all of these different people from different places and different... It's amazing. And you let me be a part of that. Let this old man do one more good thing. You got plenty of good still left in you, Wicker. I hope so. My kind doesn't live much longer than me naturally, let alone when we push ourselves this hard. I'm not going away tomorrow. But I need somebody to know. Besides, I'll get to see my son again. Thank you for telling me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Do you just pass the like the rest of that evening there with him? Yeah. I bet Latima and her son bring you food. Mm -hmm. Probably. <laughs> so you guys like get into the light. How does that feel? Oh, it feels so good. I think Egwene like gets out of the carriage God. for kind of the first time in days and yeah. she's just like breathing normally. And you guys My like sword weird flickering sword light can finally go out. Yeah. And like We're you good. guys like it takes a minute for your eyes to readjust to the light again. Um, and you look out over Goldmere, which is this crazy city that's in like a big bowl shaped valley that's like surrounded on in a like circular by mountains. And it's this city that's built out of like it's naturalistic. Like there's as mu like as much as things are built, they're also mm -hmm. built into things. Like built into weird slabs of rock and like any like if hey if i don't have to build half my house because half my house is a weird like tilted stone slab nice like that's <laughs> bless you, Elf. Thank you. um but that's that's kind of like the vibe going on here and it's bustling and there's just like sort of like i wouldn't call it a joyful air but like just uh like a hive of activity it's joyful to us oh absolutely to see yeah, yeah other people <laughs> 
Yeah, and then um, I think also like Bartholomew Sybin like blinks his eyes a couple times, and they return to like their dark, normal dark brown. He has completed his quest. Yeah, he arrived. <laughs> um, I bet Tograph's over the moon. Oh, Tograph hasn't been here since he was like a literal kid. He's so excited to be here. Yeah. And I think that's when um, a pair of dwarves um, walk up to you with a contingency of soldiers behind them. Um, one of them's got like uh, like sort of a dark brown hair and beard, well-braided, tough-looking guy. And the other, um, the other one has lots of freckles and... Um, tannish skin and like really curly hair um and the 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 male orc or not orc <laughs> dwarf um shouts Tograph, i don't think you'd recognize me but um it's good to see you um and he's like i'm F- i'm, I'm fregald and this is mary um i'm the enforcer the chief enforcer here at, at goldmere and mary's our chief ambassador uh, we're here to take you all to your rooms um the kings are expecting you. Expecting us? Oh, yes, of course. I Well, I don't say that out loud. Yeah. My character would remember yeah. that we sent a bunch of missives. Um, I guess I'm just going to kind of let Togriff take the lead here. I think Togriff, like, does, and he's, like... He's Until like, I get introduced. Yeah, least. I think he introduces all of you, and, yeah. he's, and he's just sort of speaking in Dwarven with these people. Um, and I think Mary... Um, says, Freygold, why don't you, why don't you and Tograph go, take him to the kings, they all want to catch up, um, and he'll meet you back, he's, he's got his own room, they've set up his childhood room for them, um, I'll take you all to your rooms and discuss the upcoming events, if that's acceptable with you all. Absolutely. I think you all look pretty haggard, right? Yeah. It's been a long journey. It has been a long journey. I feel like shit. Yeah. Um... So they take you through the city up to the, the castle. Yeah, I think I'm gonna ask her with on the on the trip. Where where would one find decent armor here? Um, she's like probably the city center, um, and she rattles off a few names of, of some of some okay. armor smiths, and she's like, there'll be plenty of time for you to go take take a look for some armor, if that's if you so choose. Um, you are Lord Duncan, correct? Lord Chiefess, uh, whatever you prefer. Well, Lord Duncan is just fine here. In the Dwarven manner? Uh, it's more in the Dwarven manner, certainly. And who's this with you? She gestures toward Egwene. Oh, this is my uh, companion, Egwene. <laughs> yeah. She is my second in command on our contingent team from Lone Tree. Wonderful. <laughs> I will make sure that there's space for everybody. Um, and she and she, uh, Mary and Vea have have very polite political conversation, I'm sure. Um and she takes you into the into the castle, and I think um, there's a weird ease that both Brimgar and Vea fall into being in like a proper castle. Yeah, like this is comparable to your palace back it's nice. home, right? Like Feels you guys like be back in the lap of yeah. luxury, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. I think. <laughs> um, where are my servants at? <laughs> whereas um, I think I think Egwene looks really small. I mean, I feel kind of small too. Yeah, I've never like, been in a royal of any kind. No, and. Uh, You've at least been in the peak, yeah. At, at, which is a that's true a very large special building. Egwene lived in a three yeah. bedroom house her whole life, and that was kind of big as it got. Yeah, I'm like, and cool. this is a bit bigger than the keep, don't you think, Egwene? And she's like, yeah. Um, I feel weird. Do you feel weird? Uh, yeah, I feel weird. I, 
have never even really seen a dwarf before Tokrov. <laughs> yeah. This is... Yeah. Because all of you tower above the yeah. vast majority of people. Yeah. Right? Like, you kind of the occasional human or, or um, like, half-elf or something, but, yeah. like, not like this. Um, and... And everything's a little dwarf-sized. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, and I think Mary uh, takes Bartholomew Sybin off into his own private rooms. Um, I think um, Vea, Warmcotton, um, Egwene uh, share a room, and I think it's Haya, Brim, and... Um, Duncan, who get taken to their own room. And these are like... Sick. Yeah, they're like these like very... like they're, And it's, when I say room, I mean suite. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's like there's a shared living kitchen area and everybody has their own bedrooms. Like, that's really what's going on. this large. Yeah, so like, you guys are doing this and, and she goes over the, the basically what's going to happen over the next two days. Um, and this is something Telegraph like kind of warned you about, um, which is like, dwarves, their whole... Like, if you get down to what like... like what is Aldorf's philosophy? It's work hard, play hard, or play hard, work hard. So, like, nobody in Aldorf works more than six hours in a day. And then they just go have a great time. Like Sounds like a great life. Yeah, like, but, like, this is the thing. It's like, here's how this is going to go. Tomorrow, this evening, rest, recover from your long journey. Um, tomorrow, there's nothing on your agenda until six o'clock in the evening when we're holding a ball in your honor at the king's request. Um, and then in the morning following that, um, you, the summit will be held um, with all of the ambassadors from various so places. So we have tonight to party. We have tomorrow to take care of anything we need to in town. And continue to party. Tomorrow and then to nurse your hangover. And then an official party. And then the, the meeting. And she just kind of like says, I will see you all when I see you. And I'm just going to kind of like let you guys go in... In Goldmere. Brim immediately starts drinking. And I think that if <laughs> you, you open do, the mini fridge. Yeah, you yeah. and Haya's like, yes! Yes! And I think you guys have like a window in the castle, and I think um Ingvild scrabbles through the window and, and she's like, it please tell me there's whiskey. Please tell me there's dwarven whiskey. Right here. <sighs> Fuck yes. And she like grabs it. Um um, Duncan, what are you doing as, as the three of them have, have started a drinking party? I'm looking out the window at this crazy city. Yeah, at the center of it, there's this yeah. there's this massive gem in a metal contraption around like a huge stage that you can see from here. It's at the town. Come on, Duncan. Let's. Uh, no, seriously. Tell me what do you like. Do you guys want to roll a carouse move? Yeah. Yeah. Let's carouse. What is that? It's a special move. Um, on for, on the other side of the basic move sheet. Carouse. When you return triumphant, or I guess arrive, arrive triumphant, tri- triumphant and throw case. a big party, spend a hundred coin and roll plus extra hundreds of coin spent. On a ten plus, choose three from the list below. On a seven to nine, choose one. On a miss, I, we still choose one, but things get really out of hand. So um, I think you guys. I think I don't have. The, we don't have a hundred coins. So here's what I'll say about the hundred coin. I think you guys just have a, like enough yeah. quote-unquote influence to just uh-huh. spend a hundred Also, coins. isn't it okay. reasonable to say that, yeah, I mean, you being an elven I think Vea probably has something like 10,000 coin on yeah. her. Yeah, Vea probably her. controls the money yes. and gives you a small allowance. Yeah, yeah you know what? Roll, <laughs> yeah. Sam, roll a d4. We, I like, we, Do this scene to beg money from your sister and I'll let you roll a d4 on how many hundreds of coins. We, I think we here. both and Haya go to their rooms <laughs> yeah. and knock and we're like, can we go out, please? Yeah, so so the boys show up at the room, and, uh-huh. like, the girls, like, I think the girls have already, like, they're dressed down to, like, dressing gowns and are just, like, 
going to relax. Uh-huh. And Ingvild's there with you guys, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Thea, listen, sister. Listen. We just got here. It's a it's a great night. I can hear the city calling my it's name. It's great. They're singing. It's the great songs. <laughs> great songs. I agree with Duncan. Great songs. He's a potential person that we want in our alliance. Right, right. Don't you want to wine and dine me, huh? I mean, my alliance. Nothing set in stone. Nothing is set in stone. Here is my one stipulation. And she's holding up a purse that we don't know how many coins are in yet. <laughs> We're both looking yeah. at the purse, like yeah. eyes wide. Do what you want. <laughs> Try to get a count on it. Have a good night. But if you disturb us, I think I'll kill you. Thank you so much. I love you. Also, I might need some money for armor and maybe to go out again tomorrow night. Thank you. <laughs> Roll a d4. <laughs> yes! yes! <laughs> so you got 400 coin. <laughs> Give me that, baby. Should we... Okay, let's think about this. Should we save... 200 for partying tomorrow. So we no, can roll no, we'll just roll again. again tomorrow to get more money. <laughs> that's it, yeah, that's a good point. Let's, <laughs> we just got time to be concerned about that stuff now. Okay, we roll. So are you spending all 400 coin on this? Yeah, roll plus hundreds of coin spent. So we want to roll No, plus I feel like four. we should save some of it. But we can get so much cool stuff if we get a plus. If we get a success. That's true. Read if the, you, okay. if you want to save some, you can. We can either choose three from this list or one, which is that we befriend a useful NPC, we hear rumors of an opportunity, we gain useful information, we are not entangled, ensorcelled, or tricked. Um, just how many coins and let's roll it. We'll do all 400. All 400 coins. So and then we'll beg plus three. It's a plus yeah. three. We will deal with Will, why don't you roll an aid? So you roll plus two to aid here. Okay. Which is Brim has stood by me in battle, can be trusted completely, and Brim had my back even when I wasn't there. That's and we're about to get hammered. <laughs> Which is, uh, do I add anything to it? Uh, yeah, number of bonds, bonds so, oh, so eight. eight. So you get an additional plus one, and of so course, plus four. Of course I'm already liable. You are liable. absolutely liable if anything goes <laughs> wrong here. <laughs> Don't let me down, dice. <gasps> yeah. That is a huge party. <laughs> A what'd massive you get? party. What'd you, get? what'd you get? We got... So we got a... Uh, 11. Plus, plus three, 3. 14. Plus 1. 15. 14. 15. Yep. 15. Yeah. 15. Wow. So is it just like... <laughs> give us... that A 15 is like about as high as you can roll in this game. Wow. Yeah. We paint gold mirror red. Call okay. Red here's mirror what I, Here's what happens. We're like exotic. We're like to- exotic Tograph, people. So just Tograph gets involved, and oh. he pulls a string with his uncle, the lesser king of Goldmere, uh-huh. to rent out um, that giant theater with the crystal for you guys. Oh, <laughs> so it's dead center in town. It's like the crystals glowing. Uh huh. I think it's literally. A thousand plus people who are here. Like people write, people will write like ballads about this party. Yeah, we're drunkenly singing dwarven karaoke. Yeah, we're just so much taller than everyone. Yeah. It's like people want piggyback rides. Oh we my got, god, we got yeah. towers of dwarves, dwarves on top of dwarves on and, our shoulders. And so it's you got it's it's Brim, Duncan, Tograph, Ingvild, and Haya, right? Mm-hmm. Like that are just like losing your minds tonight so you get to pick three things off that list they're rolling out barrels for duncan to bench press yeah barrels of ale <laughs> okay which one do we not want to pick 
Um, well, I think... Do we want to make sure that we're not entangled and sorcerers are tricked? Yeah, I think that's, so a good, that's, that's a good call. Because sure if we, we don't pick that, that one, that's definitely that we happening. Will. So we want to make sure that is picked. You know me so well. <laughs> <laughs> so, honestly, we're here on a mission, so maybe we don't want to hear rumors of an opportunity. Maybe we want to befriend a useful NPC, which could help us. But I also kind of want to explore the town. And then we can gain useful information as well. Yeah, I guess. I want to befriend an NPC for sure. Okay. I think we got to do that. All right, I agree. I agree. So now we have to pick between rumors of an opportunity or gaining useful information. Because maybe if we come back to Vea being like, hey, actually, we could help our cause based on the giant party we threw. Yeah. Also, do we end up disturbing her from the huge noise in the center of town? No, I think we just get a shot of her, like, just, like, looking out the window at this, like, glowing crystal and just being like... Um, sighing heavily and closing the shutters and like you hear like I don't know if it's Egwene or, or Ayama who says this but she's like good fucking riddance <laughs> like you hear dwarves all muffled chanting drink drink <laughs> I think I personally think that Ayama would not miss this party Ayama's not in a she's place in a to party mood. she doesn't oh, want to party she's in a bad mood. that's fair she just gets sad drunk that's okay yeah that's she's not of us. she is not she knows herself well enough that what she needs is like a girls night in yeah like she just needs some people around her to like be with mm-hmm. not and i think her veya and Egwene have probably all become good yeah friends. you guys have yeah. been on the road together for a month yeah yeah uh i think what would be okay duncan's pop gm scream down yeah what would be more fun for us to pick out of these two i don't think there's i think it's 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 comparable i think it's comparable also the, i guess the opportunity could also help us in this quest it could be an opportunity for yeah, uh, let's go with opportunity. It just okay. seems more actionable. So okay. the first one is the NPC, right? Yeah. yeah. What does it read specifically? You befriend a useful NPC. You befriend a useful NPC. Who is going to go to this party that is going to befriend us? So dunk. Do we have like a VIP area? Okay. Here's a VIP area. Okay, so here's here's what it is. All right. Brim, you've never met this person. Duncan, you were acquaintances at best. Oh, okay. I think like halfway through the night, it's it's like it's reached like the the first beginning where you're like, oh my god, this is this is a story party. Like this is yeah, a party like, that will be. This isn't just a good party. Right, this is th- a legendary. This party. is yeah. a legendary party. Yeah. I think Ingvild's like third eye opens and she's like looking around, like not nervously, but just like, uh-huh. where the fuck is he? And then, like, just pattering through oh, even no. shorter than even shorter than the dwarves, uh, no. um, little Jor Nayworth comes Whoa. out, wow. and he says, "Duncan Selmy, good to see you again." I think Duncan is so drunk that he doesn't even register that this guy's here, or that Ingvild was like, "This is a vampire," or any of this. Yeah, stuff. he's just like. Jor, <laughs> and he like picks him up and hugs him. I think he pats you back. He's like, "Now." Nah. And you're, uh, Brimgar, correct? Yes. <laughs> we both pop the top. <laughs> well, I would like to present you both with something. And he, like, pulls out of his bag, like, a small frame, just like, this is the most interesting thing I've seen all year. And he hands you a little framed, like, certified interesting card about your party. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Hereby presented to Intel Brimgar and Duncan Selby for throwing the most interesting party of the year. 
And he's wow, like, that means just so you know, I don't, player screen down. That means we beat one of Zog Gazar's parties. Oh yeah, absolutely. Blew it out of the water. <laughs> The thing is, we can't roll this again now that we're here because <laughs> we just can't top this. Yeah, yeah. So we have to quit while we're on the top. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 100%. So he, so he's just like, he's does like, he party with us? Oh, oh my god, yes. We have to, oh, it's, oh yes. my god, yes. It says we befriend him. So yeah. we're not acquaintances at the end of this. We are friends. Yeah. He regards us as a so friend. So like, and he and his sister reunite and that's part of the thing that pushes this shit over the top. Oh, wow. Is that... His sister has been kidnapped for forty years, and he didn't know where she was. Wow! So, like, on top of it, it's not only awesome did he not, family. he couldn't even sense where she yeah, was no. because of the locks, because of the locks, the because of the seal, and on top of it, because of the curse on top of that. Wow! So, like, they reunite, and like, they're vampires, demigods. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think, and it, okay, and here's the other thing: Ingvild's like this, the empath upon all empaths. So, her joy at seeing her brother again compounds through the rest of the city. It's almost oh like a drug. God. Yeah, so everybody's kind of like... Everyone's rolling Everybody's Molly. like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it goes insane. Yeah, Have they figured out a can yet? That's what I want to know. <laughs> so, yeah. So they're just like, oh, we're in the Dwarven can... This is, this is where ale was invented. Did a can thing? Yes! Oh, Fucking my God. yes! Just get a shot of Brindar <laughs> with, like, with Jor, like, sitting on his shoulder and he's just crushing a beer against his head. Yeah. And I think, I think like, if, if we were to, like, really, like... Like, you guys are the hosts. Uh-huh. And I think at some point, like, Ingvild is so drunk and so out of it that she's just dancing under the spotlight, like, just kind of making everybody high with her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is exactly what's happening. Just, like, waves of Just this, waves of, like, joy and, like... Her. And it's like this weird feedback loop because she takes it in, uh-huh. she loves that shit, and it wow. goes out again. So it's just insane. This is insane. Yeah. All this these, is all these doors are trying to crowd surf Duncan. Yeah. It's a free Euro stand. It's yeah. catered. Yeah. Yes. Woo! I think the kings make an appearance. I think they just come down and like uh-huh. wave He's and like, just like we gotta see what's going yeah, on. Yeah. 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 They're like, this is, is it like unbelievable even Simon for them? Yeah, they're like, just like, they're just like, there's never been a party during our reign like this. Uh-huh. Um, so here's a question. So somewhere, so I'll just say this really quick. Jor tells you that he's going to be in town for like the next week. If you want anything, if you need any questions answered by him, he lets you know where he is. Yes. So that is big time. <laughs> and you guys are friends now. So that information is free. Certified friend of Jor Nayworth. Yeah. Uh, what was your second thing? Sorry, we still have another thing to do. <laughs> you hear rumors of an opportunity. Okay, okay. Is that that we can go talk to Jordan Aworth? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Um, an opportunity. <clears throat> Shit, what would it be? You can think about it, and it could be like a hang, like something we realized in the hangover. Yeah, it's like yeah. the something scene. we've forgotten. <laughs> the opportunity is that we wake up in Mike Tyson's apartment. Oh, oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Um, you wake up uh, underneath the city um, in the, the, the dwarven, Aldwarvian trophy room. So you guys literally Wait, wake it, up in the skull of a dragon. Is it like, um, is it like a, in The Hobbit and it's like seas of gold coins around us? Like Scrooge McDuck? No, style? Okay. it's more like the more, it's like more, val- what things are more valuable than gold? Wow. And so you guys both wake up literally like inside the jaws of a dragon. Okay, let's not go there that yet though. I'm still living no, no, no. party a little but, bit. But like what I mean to say is like when you wake up, you're going to be in in like the place where the most information about dragons is in the world. Oh. 
because you because you you drank your way down there. <laughs> so we, we can't brim and Duncan conga line yeah, down conga the stairs <laughs> yeah. into, the, into the trophy room. I f- are we the dun, last dun, dun, two dun, dun, at the party? Dun, 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 it's like five a.m. Everyone's asleep. Everyone's passed out. Yeah, I, just like yeah. I think I think once the party like calms down, like, Ingvil disappears. Uh-huh. Can we just pick scenes, though? Can we just yeah, pick Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, Brett, let me see that spear. Let me see that spear. We, right. like, trade weapons. Okay. I'm like, whoa. He's, <laughs> like, swinging. swinging. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the VIP <laughs> session, people are just dodging the sword. I think Duncan hears things on the spear. He's like, what did you say? What did you say? He's starting to argue with the spear in his <laughs> drunken stupor. No one's talking to him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's just imagining. Oh, yeah. Brim is going to try and reach out to the spear at one point. In the night. Roll it. Roll your heirloom. Roll plus charisma. I will be nice and not make you roll disadvantage here. Okay. That's a nine. All right. It's like it's like drunk calling someone. <laughs> drunk dialing the spear. Uh, so he doesn't get. He doesn't. Wait, where's my heirloom roll? Yeah, so he gets a impression. <laughs> so he reaches out to the oh, spear. Oh, I know what's happening. An impression. What? Um. Ingvild's doing this like aura thing. It's it's infected your spear. <laughs> Everyone's so the party's it. happening in your spear. Yes! <laughs> you can see it happening inside the spear, but you can't go. You're just yeah. like, I, I'm not, I cannot focus enough to get in there, but it's happening inside your spear. Awesome. And they're recording this inside the spear, too. <laughs> which makes me feel even better. <laughs> uh, what other scenes? What other scenes do we get? Um, I like the idea of shotgunning, but uh, Ingfold has horns, right? She does. Using one of her horns to open the beer. Oh, she's about that. <laughs> and she's just, like, all about it. Like, people are just, like, using her horns as, like, a way to, like, shotgun beers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think she, like, there's a point at which she, like, sits cross-legged so the dwarves can just come up and, like, crack, crack her crack them open, open a bunch of beers and yeah. then, like, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. I think at one point there's a bunch of young dwarves all around Duncan. He's like, so there I was. We were in the second wind. Flying over all of it. <laughs> he's like telling the stories while they're all like, whoa, cool. Yeah. What is the, what is your, or do you tell, do you tell, I wonder, does Duncan actually tell the story leading, even leading up to the whole Lone Tree thing? Or does he tell the story of stealing the ship? I think he just tells the story of stealing the ship. Yeah. It's, it's a happier story. Just like his many exploits, yeah. 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 Damn. I think I'm picking Jor's brain for stories as well. Yeah, I think that... He uh, tells the best jokes. Yeah, and there's, like, some elven stories being passed around, too. Yeah. Like, especially, not necessarily Brim, but uh, definitely with um, Tograf. Yeah, Tograf Tograf and Haya are telling just, like... They're doing, like, one-upman stories. Like, this sort of thing where it's like, no, 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 that's good. But I heard once. (laughs) Like, that kind of, like... Yeah. And that's, like, the game that they're playing. Haya's, like, sitting in the VIP and sees, like, a very, like... Oh, he looks... Rich purse. He looks like he just belongs there. Like, nobody... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he, like, kind of wants to steal from people, but he's like, no. No. That part of my life's behind me. (laughs) Yeah. This is where I'm at now. Now I'm in the VIP lounge. (laughs) They need to steal from me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that's so Great. good. I think this is when we should wake yeah. up. Smash like, cut yeah. to us. 
just like in a dragon's jaw. Oh my god! I have, my, I have so many necklaces on. Yeah, we don't know. We like, don't know where Haya is or Telgraph is. We don't know where Ingvild is. Like I don't know where my armor is. gone. I'm face down, and just a pool of trophies and priceless <laughs> artifacts. <laughs> oh my god! One of you definitely has oh. to like lift the dragon jaw to get out. Yeah. Oh. I wake you up by lifting it up. Is yeah. there a way of taking photos? No. Oh, that would be so crazy. <laughs> Waking up to like photos of us posing in the dragon. I'm jaw. sure someone was doing. There was a sketch artist who oh, was doing yeah. free yeah. There we go. Yeah, we got some sketches. It's like of us like in the dragon jaw and like some things that we forgot throughout the night. <laughs> it's like tuck those away. Uh-huh. Put them in the same pouch as a uh, George George letter of. Oh, you know what else Jor's done for you? He's left you each a health potion for your... And it just says, <laughs> for your hangover. Uh, Jor. Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> just down it. Uh-huh. We don't even know where we are. Yeah. You're just, I, like, next to a dragon skeleton. Uh, like, it's just weird, priceless, ancient shit all around you. Is it just us two? Yeah. Well, I can guess we, we should... Can we glean some stuff about dragons? Yeah, maybe you should spout lore. Mm, maybe we should spout lore. Do we get any advantage? Oh, you absolutely get advantage. Who's aiding and who's rolling um, in? You should aid me because my intelligence is not minus two. I do. I aid. Right. No, not even culpable. So, so plus one. Yep, and you're rolling with advantage here. Ten. Ten. Sweet. So on a ten, you get. What is it? What What do you get on a ten? On 10? For spout lore. Because um, I don't know if we've ever gotten a 10 on spout lore. The GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. Hmm. How to protect yourself or defeat dragons. Or scare away. Or move. I think... I think after hanging with two vampire demigods, you kind of put this together. Mm-hmm. Dragons are the most powerful mortals in existence. They eventually die of old age. And they're, they have thick, not scales, but they have a thick hide. And they are almost fire come to life. Is there any like specific weaknesses or anything like that to exploit? Like, how did they slay this dragon? Well, this dragon died of old age and they collected its bones. The very few story that... The very few times anybody's uh, f- like recorded fighting a dragon, the only ones who ever survived, let alone kill it, figured out a way to ground it. Basically, according to all stories, if this thing can stay in the air, there is nothing that can save you. So what does your day look like? Well, I think Brimgar's first goal is to go beg for more money for armor. Okay. I think you find I think you find Vea at breakfast. Hey everyone, it's me Dane. You're here with me in the intermission. Thanks for listening to the Level 1 podcast. Uh it means the world that you listen. We work so hard to make it for you, so thanks for thanks for being here. Um as always, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us. It helps other people find the show and helps us build an audience, so thanks for taking the time to do that. 
Um, special thanks as always this week to Sage Latora and Adam Cowell for designing Dungeon World. Special thanks also to tabletopaudio.com, which is where all of our sound effects, sound designs come from. Um, you can go there and uh, kind of up your personal at the table game. It's a really cool thing. Go take the time to check it out. Additional thanks to Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook. Some thanks to Peter Johansson, who built the Vampire, Baron, and Warlord playbooks, all of which made a huge difference in this season. Um, Firebrands was designed by D. Vincent Baker, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, it looks like that's it for the intermission. Um, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. I've kept you here too long. Let's get back to the show. So what does your day look like? Well, I think Brimgar's first goal is to go big for more money for armor. Okay. <laughs> I think you find I think you find Vea at breakfast. Yeah. She's like reading and going over stuff. She's like getting herself ready for the mission. For <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason you guys are here. <laughs> Vea? Did you have a nice night? I did. In fact, I must say your uh, your gratuity went a long way, and I think that that's a party that uh, will probably live on in songs for some time to come. But besides the point, we made the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the newspaper she's is in front of her. Yeah, she like points at it. One of the sketches is very clearly you guys, like yeah. on the dragon skull, maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, we did do that, uh, but we have secured some potentially useful uh, information for dealing with the dragon situation at Lone Tree. Wasn't all loss. We also met somebody who may or may not be very powerful. Uh, not necessarily this situation, but still useful to us in general. Might be able to help us out with this situation as well. Okay. And I was thinking of other things that might help us out with this situation. You're going to ask me for more money, aren't you? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining like... I, this, guy, this one's got to be a Defy Danger Charisma. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'd say a parlay, but let me, have... my, let me give my pitch first. Listen, this armor, I mean, I haven't done great in combat since we got here, I'm not going to lie. Not that I was ever phenomenal, but I'm feeling like I'm getting kind of close to dying, and it's very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> That is a way to put it. Yes. How's it go? That's an 11. <laughs> she like... If it means you'll leave me alone again. <laughs> she like snaps her fingers and like she's like, just... Get what you need. Be safe. Roll a d4 plus one here. Okay. Five. Like, wow. Yeah, she she brings you five hundred coins. <laughs> Meanwhile, what's Duncan doing? Listen, Big if you time. didn't die from the four hundred, why not give you five hundred? <laughs> um, I think Duncan also enters, but he can't keep going as long as Brim. Brim just has <laughs> he's like sweet, and he's already off to go <laughs> get more. And Duncan just like has breakfast with Vea because he's just like wiped out. So did you have fun last night? He has a damp washcloth on his forehead. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I had fun. I had a good time. He's like drinking Gatorade like he's <laughs> <clears throat> Eating milk and eggs. 
oh. Breakfast Era. <laughs> oh, oh, that is a throwback. Wow. wow. Long time <laughs> listeners. Shout out. If yeah. you stuck it through those episodes, Shout out to our episode you can remember two. where milk and eggs came from. Tina. Ah. Uh. So she says, so what are you going to do today? Um, probably uh, explore town. See if there's any museums. Parks. Sort of the tourist's map to Goldmere. She chuckles a little bit. She's like, mind if I join you? No. No, not at all. Yeah. Come with. Yeah. You should. So she, she's like, she gives like, give me 20 minutes. You might, do you need an hour? <laughs> <laughs> I might want to sleep one off. She's like, I'll see you at noon. Okay. And she like hands you a place like, I heard this was good for lunch. Okay. So I, I'm You're buying, right? Yep. <laughs> that's because you have, you probably have more for you. That, I have 15 coin to add my actual I think name. she smiles at you. <laughs> She's like, it's on me. <laughs> Trip expenses. It's a business yeah. expense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the card. Tri- so, what's your dad's name? Overin. Saitel Overin. Saitel Overin charged to his <laughs> dad's credit card. So meanwhile, um, I think I think at this uh, I think um, I think Egwene and um, Ayama are like they're gonna go do their own thing with the, the day. Uh huh. Um, so I think it's I think it's Manny Petty something. Some I don't know I don't know what they're gonna do. Actually, it's them. Ayama might be taking boxing classes. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're gonna go get they're gonna go try out um like dwarven bows. Oh, like cool. I think that's their deal. Um. So it's so it's Brim and Tograph and um, no Tograph spending time with his family, I think it's Brim and um, fucking Haya yeah. going to get armor. It's the boys. <laughs> I already got my armor. The dynamic duo. <laughs> yeah, nothing can go wrong here. <laughs> Just Sam and a character that he likes to live through vicariously to steal <laughs> things with. <laughs> so you guys are like coming down to like the the actual like shopping district, and I want to be yeah. clear. Everybody is cleaning up the town from last night. Uh-huh. Like, this party was everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I think Brim, like, there's tries people you don't even remember who are, are like, like waving at you. Like, like, yeah. hey. like, someone's like, woo! <laughs> like, from the back. <laughs> I'm like, ah. God. Hi. <laughs> so, you come up to, uh-huh. um, to an armor smith that I think Tograph um, and Mary, the, the ambassador dwarf who you met earlier, suggested to you. I walk in. Um, I think that there's... Is it a stand or is it just a, oh, is it's, it a building? Oh, it's a large building. Oh, okay. And, like, it's very clearly that there's, like, a master and, like, 12 to 20 apprentices. Like, this is, like... They're like, known for their smithing. Yeah, like, someone's, like, okay, comes up to you and just, like, what do you need? Is it a, is it a master apprentice or a, a assistant? I, this is, a, this is, like, a bottom-rung assist, assistant apprentice who's, like, dealing with, like, intake... Yeah. Like, they're not touching the forge. How much... They're, okay. like, ten years away from touching the forge. How much money do I have, like, relative to armor, like, strength? Like, what can I afford with 500 gold? Like, what is my asking? Give me just a second. Well, also, you have to think about what can you wear. So, you, Sam just leveled up and took the armored move so he can wear anything. Oh, sweet. Okay, so plate mail is 350. Custom plate mail. Custom plate mail, I'm gonna say... All of it, pretty much. You would say four fifty. Okay. I'm willing to spend that. 
Tell me what it looks like. I'll have it done for you today. I, I, I'm sure I can't sharpen... There's no way I can give any, any bonuses to my spear or anything, right? There's nobody left alive who knows how to do anything with that thing. Yeah, okay. I think maybe Ingvild or Jor could, like, conceptually tell you what to do, but they're like, we did never did... We were never ancient forge people. I like, present it to them just to kind of get their attention. Them. I'm like... Is there any way that you could upgrade this? I think you get the direct apprentice. And they're like, there's nothing we can do about that. But we know you, we can clearly see that you are a mighty warrior. An elf of discerning taste, so. Mm. Yes. I would like a custom plate. And so they take you through, and I'm like, they gesture to, like, straight-up knight's armor. Like, what are you talking? Like, they're like, what do you mean by plate? Well, I want something as protective as plate, but maybe a bit more flexible and hopefully something that has some embellishments on it that kind of reflect my my family and where i'm from that would be much appreciated mm. Mm. i have the coin and i sat down yeah 450 coin i'm sure it's like your character is such an elite yeah <laughs> so rich not really though because i just had to beg my sister <laughs> for that money <laughs> how is it what is it what would it look like well, I think it would be re- relatively sleek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do I, Have either of you played Breath of the Wild? Yes, I have. Oh, cool. You know the Zora armor? The, uh, the, the From the fish people? Let me look it up. Let me look it up. <laughs> I need to visualize. Everyone this. at home. This armor is very important to me. Look it up. Not the hat, though. The hat from the Zora armor is kind of silly. I'm not, not the hat. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're talking about. Oh, cool. So it's like... Really tight fitting is yeah. the thing, and it's got like it's got some pauldrons, but most of it's like this really tight mesh of that looks kind of like fish scales. Yeah. So but I wanted to have like streaks of. I mean, what are we never determine what my crest looks like? Well, your crest is the double spear because you rest in the shade. Oh yeah. So they just put the double spear on everything. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and I think on the pauldrons, it's just like the the bladed the blades, like, yeah, just like the the blades and, um. I think the, the thing about it is outside of the pauldrons, um, which you can kind of take on and off and don't make a huge difference. They're more for decoration. You can just wear clothes over it. Oh, is the thing. very And nice. like, no one would know. Oh, very cool. Cool. <laughs> very cool. I, I Can I describe what it looks like? Yeah, go so for it. So it kind of looks like the Zora armor. So like the inside is like very skin tight and it looks like there's kind of like fish scales on it but you mm-hmm. can't quite tell it's almost like shimmering it's got like a slight iridescence to it yeah and it's kind of it's got silver but it also has like uh some some like aspen leaf green and then like some kind of like cool. it yeah it almost looks like it's it's got some sort of like uh oh does it have a little spot where you can put your spear yeah it's got a whole yeah. Spear. yeah nice yeah very nice and it's got like uh kind of like streaks of like the blue of my of my spear a little bit and nice. as well Very it's cool. kind of got like so it's kind of look it looks like half woodland oh, but like oh, half ocean i know i know what the, i know an additional thing about it is um i think the dwarves grow a particular type of tree oh um uh called an ironwood tree oh yes um so like it's light going. it's light like wood but it's stronger than steel so all the scales have been polished to have that iridescence like metal, but that's the other thing, is it's light. It's yeah. like wearing, it's like... I like that the bark kind of shows through in some parts, though. Yeah, so they leave like the look for different yeah. parts of it, yeah. Yeah. I look dope. Yeah. 
I look, it, and it's like, is it nice enough where like if I put the pauldrons on, it's like you I could wear it as dress armor in the same yeah. way that Duncan has this like crazy like uh, North meets South style like orcish Tullian sort of armor mm-hmm. thing going on. Um, I think you guys are gonna look like fucking rad as hell together. Sick. I feel very. What do cool. you imagine my orc armor looks like? Um, I, I imagine, so if you remember how Thorne's coat worked, is mm-hmm. it, is it was like a coat and it only kind of went down to his, like his hips. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could tighten it across his chest, Yeah, but it had the weave to it. So I think like it's yours is like woven, um, strings of like scale mail with the orcish leather, but yours is a duster. It like yeah, goes down cool. to like below your knees and you can cross it, close across your chest as well. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like Thorne did. Um, cool. Yeah. Very cool. I feel very dope. <laughs> we, we look very dope. Perfect. So here's so here's um, what Much I want to ask: Is do you want to zoom in on your like day with Vea, or do you want to just kind of like vague, like do a more of a light description? Yeah, sort of an overview. Would be yeah. Good. What is it? What is it like after lunch? Um, I think it's fun. I think we joke about how um, there's no uh, no like life or death crisis that we have to solve. <laughs> like there's no rush. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we just sort of explore the town together. I think it's really nice. Maybe we run into you and Haya on the way. I'm like, oh, sick armor. She's like, where's my change? Uh, You only (laughs) give her 50 50 gold. Or you give her 20 and lies. (laughs) No, I give her 50. Yeah. She's like, okay. As long as you're safe. Sorry, I wanted something that I could wear to dress occasions too. You know how it is. No, I understand. We go to the museum. Looks cool though, right? It does. It does look cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Vea. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Vea. <laughs> Thank you, Wicker. <laughs> Thank you, Vea. Goldmere Museum of Mining and Smithing. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, is there anything else we want to zoom in I on? I want to talk to Jor. But I want to do it with you. Yeah, we can probably do that at the party. At the big ball. Yeah, but I feel like we should have a sit-down where it's just us and Jor. Yeah, there's probably tables at the the ball. I like the idea that the ball is probably going to be a lot of different conversations. Yes, there will be time at the ball. And little like scenes. Actually, no, I don't think Jor's going to go to the ball. Oh. He's already seen the most interesting party of the year. Why would he ever go to another ball? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's done until next year. He's always present at the most interesting party. Yeah. Whatever so, the most interesting party is, he will be there. Yeah. So I think I think it'd be good if we like we see the end of your date with Vea because Vea's like, I'm going to go get ready for tonight for the next three hours. Um, so like you guys have some time to like go to Jor's. <clears throat> yeah, let's go. Let's answer his calling card. Go see him. Okay. That's it. So you enter his, his place and Ingvild's there, by the way. Um, she's like sitting on his couch and they're watching, um, this like, this guy and his trained badger, um, because this badger can pour tea and pour and make tea. And so, like, Jor's judging it as to whether or not it qualifies. <laughs> and so, like, the badger pours the tea, and he's like... And he, like, slips a certified card, and the person, like, just like, yes! <laughs> it's, like, all they've worked for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good job, Chuckles! And, like, he picks up the badger, and they leave. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and Jor's like, Duncan! Brimgar! Hey, Jor! They're like, come on oh, in, wait. come in. Sid, What's how up? are you? What's up? Did you get my gift from this morning? Oh, yes. It was much appreciated. Yes, thank you very much. Job well done, both of you. Was, so what uh, can I do you for? Quite the event, to be Did sure. you like some tea? 
Oh, oh, sure. Poured by yeah. Badger. Oh, of course. From Badger tea. Mm. Hmm. Is the tea special at all? or just? No, the... no, just it was poured by a badger. Wow, that's interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ingold rolls her eyes in the background. <laughs> well, I would just love to catch up on the events. Where have you been? Well, actually, I don't know. I haven't it's met him before. Yeah. Ancient. That would take forever yeah. for him to tell you everything. Jor, I would love to know what the last few years of your life have been like. I think he actually gets kind of a sad look on his face. Because um, he spends a lot of time kind of like watching the undercurrents of the world. Yeah. And he's been watching the world slowly spiral towards this period of chaos. And very little he's actually done has been able to avert it. Um, in any meaningful way. The most successful thing he did was probably push Latima to gather up refugees. And so he feels a little disappointed in himself, I think. So has he been to Palin at all? Yeah, he's been to Palin. I don't think there's a place of major note that he hasn't been recently. Okay. Like, last five years, probably. Um, well, first of all, I, like, I want you to take a look at this spear. I feel like you might actually have seen it before. He nods. Who did you meet? Who carried it? <laughs> Your mother. Oh, quite. Before you were born. Of course. And before you were adopted, at the same hand. I would like... Have you seen what Palin's doing at all? Yes. It's kind of a dangerous place for you to be. Yes and no. Only for one, really. Yeah, that's true. Only for you, small. Your friend here, and he gestures towards Duncan. Rare exception. <laughs> Duncan, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I w I'd be interested to know if you have any idea what they might be doing. Because we have met one of their emissaries, and we would consider an alliance, but they seem to be very secretive about what's happening, and they have cut off all communication with Onto. I don't know whether that's because of their choice or because communication lines are just cut. It was their choice. Good to know. You'll be learning soon, I imagine, what their proper plan is. So I won't spoil the surprise entirely, he says. Fair enough. What I will say, they plan to change Saren. Literally. Palin or Casper? Palin. Palin. Interesting to know. Well... Do you think there's any other information of interest we should have before these initial meetings? I'm sure everything Jor... I'm sure everything we know, Jor knows. I tell him the gods are coming back. He knows. He And he and Ingvold have talked about it. They're a little nervous about it. Because mm -hmm. um, the last time the gods were close, they were not kind yeah. to the... The vamps. The vamps, no. He says... Palin will be... I wonder if what Palin chooses to do may end up being the best in the end. If you'd like my opinion. Hmm. Interesting. Yes, interesting. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not trying to <laughs> Anything do from, for you, Duncan? Because time's ticking down for both of you and I'd hate for you to be late for the dance tonight. Uh, as bad as it sounds, so much stuff has happened to me, but I don't know if I have 
Anything that interesting to ask of you, Mr. Nayworth? You'd be surprised what I find interesting. <clears throat> what do you find interesting about me? Do you remember that song you sang? To your friend Thorn? Oh, how do you know about that? He smiles. Oh. I know a lot of things. Yeah, I know the song. It's not the song. Hmm. No, it is certainly not the song. <laughs> <laughs> the song was very bad. But the fact that you're willing to sing for one or sing for many or put your life on the line for one or for many it doesn't matter how great or small I find it interesting that you'd even defy gods to do what you think is right Ingvild raises her hand he didn't do any powers to know. I, I told him about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to cut. until the party what does the what does the what does the week look like you know first four or five days I feel like uh Edney's aunt has been trying to send her possibilities to wear to the party oh like dresses and such mm-hmm. any any winners there's one winner what's it look like like we can like we can like cut like to like every morning you wake up and Latsy was like I think your aunt sent another package and like hands it to you goes, like oh. and like does like that for a few days yeah. and then we can like cut to the one that actually like lands with you mm-hmm. and the night of the mm-hmm. night of the party yeah it's like Thursday that the winner shows up hits yeah. yeah and it's like it's a dress but it's like and I don't know how closely. Any of our listeners follow red carpet fashion, but <laughs> it's been a big trend recently um, where the top of, I'm trying to think of a good example. Emma Stone has worn this, Lupita Nyong'o, because duh. Um, a couple of people have worn this style where like the top is like a dress, mm-hmm. like gives the illusion of a dress and it goes down and then at the hips, um, it opens up and there's pants underneath. Oh, cool. But they're still like the train of a dress behind. Oh, that's So, like, from behind, it totally looks like a gown, but then they're literally wearing pants, and it's like, oh, that's so great. That's kind of great. (laughs) It's pretty cool. It's one of those, and it's red. Nice. Which is, weirdly, a color that Etni has never felt comfortable Mm -hmm. in, ever. Yeah. But there's just something about this. It's like a red dress-looking thing with, like, navy, like, embroidered pants. Cool. And she's like... It's kind of dope. It's kind of dope. I'll wear this. I'll wear this. The other thing, though, is mm-hmm. that the party's a masquerade. Fun. So what kind of mask do you have? A navy blue mask. Just kind of like a domino mask? Like, just like yeah. a... not No, like, animal mask sort of thing? No. No. Cool. Um, so you approach the family house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is bumping. Like... Oh, my goodness. You're pretty sure they put together, like, or, like, a, like a string quartet <laughs> sort of thing. Um, and 
there's maybe like a hundred guests. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So the house is packed and you come in and like the thing you were worried about doesn't really happen because it is still a small enough community that Mm -hmm. like people see you every day. So like, it's it's not that big a deal. Mm -hmm. Um, and everyone's wearing masks and like, there's great food from like all over Hmm. and you're like pretty sure like maybe refugee cooks Mm -hmm. they hired. Um, but there is like this one party that's definitely like, how did they get richer? Like, mm-hmm. how did they do that in a month? They were refugees. A month, like a month and a half ago, they were, they were refugees. And now they are clearly the richest people in town other than basically the rulers. And that's not really wealth in the same way. No. Um, yeah. And I think Latima comes up to you mm-hmm. and she like takes your hands and like spins you around with, mm-hmm. with the dance for a mm-hmm. second. And she's like really excited. And she's like, sorry, sorry. I just... My life has just been, like, work and caring for a kid, and, like, this is my, like, first night off. <laughs> and I left my my kid with Skua and Meridian, and they just seem no so excited about <laughs> it. Oh, so I'm just, like, here. I'm glad you're here. I guess I am, too. Yeah. So what do you do in the party before I'm sure your aunt catches you? Mm-hmm. Shersha. I feel like she's... Trying to find Liam, mm-hmm. but like can't like quite pin him down. I think you see him like in a corner. Right. By the time you get to the corner, he's kind right. of like, okay, fine. It's like oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and he's like wearing a very good mask where mm-hmm. it's like small enough that you can still see his scar, but mm-hmm. it, and it looks very dashing. Right. So he's like jumping from table of women to table of women, like being that guy a little bit. Yeah, and it's funny with Liam because it's totally hit or miss with women. Probably, yeah. 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 Um, so, what, yeah, what do you and, and Latima do before Shersha catches you? Um, I feel like we're, you know, like, sharing appetizers mm-hmm. and, yeah. like, like trying to, like, figure out who's, like, in masks. Right, right, right. And stuff like that. And, like, kind of, like, being girls, which is super weird for Adney. Right, right, right. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Latima looks really good. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's wearing, like, all black, but mm-hmm. with, like, gold embroidery, mm-hmm. like... It's really pretty. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think Shersha walks up, mm-hmm. and she has just a strapping guy on her arm. <laughs> like, a little shorter than Duncan. Mm-hmm. Not quite as broad. Like, Duncan's beefy, I think. Yeah. Um, he looks, like, well-toned, mm-hmm. and he, like, moves with elegance. Like, mm-hmm. actually, the last time you saw a... a a man move with that sort of grace mm-hmm. was Thorn. Mm-hmm. Thorn moved like that after he came back from being a pirate. Right. That much like just like, I have complete control over my body. Mm-hmm. I'm not the strongest person in the room, but like, I can move my body in a way other people can't. Yeah. And Sherissa says, Etni, you came. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And Lady Latsuma, and she like nods her head and Latsuma... Blushes a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's still pretty new at all this. Yeah. Um, may I introduce Halberg? She's uh, new in town. Hmm. And, um, and he, like, offers his hand to you. She takes it. He kisses it gently. He mm-hmm. says, Lady Etney, I have heard so very much. Hmm, I bet. Uh, may I offer one of the two of you ladies a dance. 
Yeah. Why not? Excellent. Um, what was the name of the dance that Thorne taught you? Oh, fuck. Did we come up with a name for it? I don't know if we did. Okay, then let's come up with a name for it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's call it um, pedal stepping. Pedal stepping? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, do you know how to pedal step? I, I actually do. Excellent. It's more of a seafarer's dance, but if... Oh, but you did live on a coast as a child. So I want to play a game we haven't played in a long time. Mm-hmm. Firebrand's game. Mm-hmm. Called a dance. Okay. All right. Since it's been a little while, <laughs> I will read the game. Okay. Uh, ask your chosen partner how the two you two came to be dancing together. He asked you. Mm-hmm. Um, other players can join freely. Hello. Hello, it's us. Um, <laughs> um, during the dance, anyone can ask anyone for details about the setting, occasion, circumstances. Take turns asking each other questions. Each of you gets to ask the other two, other two questions. Taking turns, then the dance ends. The worst dancer asks the first question, or else have another player choose who asks the first question on a whim. Once every dancer has asked two questions of each of your dancing partners, the dance ends. Okay. I would wager Etni is the worst dancer of the two. Yeah. So you get to ask the first of your two questions. Oh my goodness. I'll describe this Halberk fellow a little more while you... Do it. Well, you read. So he's got like piercing blue eyes and he's like Caucasian and he has like a really good um, like beer go- beard goatee combo. Nice. And like dark hair. Mm-hmm. And he's just dressed so gallantly. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like he was an officer or a captain or mm-hmm. a something something, right? Like he wears it well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got just kind of a knowing grin just all the time. Hmm. That's just kind of who he is. I'm going to ask first, something about me catches your eye and your look lingers. What is it? I think what catches his eye is probably the circles under your eyes. Mm-hmm. It's like, you look tired, Lady Etney. Is being leader of Lone Tree just that taxing? What the... My navy mask hasn't masqueraded with my navy eye bags. I apologize. You do look lovely. Just a weathered sort of lovely. Hmm. Well, thank you. Uh, it, it, it does weather easily, especially when you're the only one on top, really. Well, you do it just beautifully, I'd like to say, if you don't mind me saying so. You've just gotten here. Indeed. But I was here for the trials. I heard about them. So, I would just simply like to point out that things seem to run quite well under your singular leadership. So, at least all of that exhaustion is paying off. I sure hope so. My face is close... So Halberg's face is close to yours. Do you mm-hmm. turn subtly toward him or away from him? I think toward. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Is that like a game of chicken sort of thing for you? Yes. Gotcha. Like, I think that's just like a shot in the dance. Mm-hmm. So you get your second question. What was the other one I wanted to do? At this moment in the dance, you laugh. At what? Hmm. What does he laugh at? 
Oh, I know. I think someone over in the corner. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know who this person is, but they're mm-hmm. like, I've just recently started teaching a, a professorship at the Thorn No Tusks uh, Academy for Illiterate Youth. Um, putting curriculum together, it's just just fantastic. And uh, have you been inside? The uh, the namesake sword uh, rests above the above the the frame of the entryway. Mm-hmm. It, you should come take a look at it. It's a beautiful piece of work. The so it goes is he was a swordsman of unparalleled, unparalleled skill, and Halberg laughs at that, like just kind of like not so much a laugh of. Um, like, ha-ha. Yeah, more just like a, <laughs> sort of thing. Alright, his last question. Oh, where is it? Your mouth, like, the, the dance gets really close. Mm-hmm. Um, and your mouth is close to his ear. Mm-hmm. What do you say? I think she says... What other dances do you know? He lives, he just lists like seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, ten. Mm-hmm. I know very many. But, um, give me a beat and I can do wonders, regardless. Hmm. And I think the dance ends. Mm-hmm. And he, like, bows. Mm-hmm. And he says, Shersha, shall we continue con- discussing business? I wouldn't like to hassle these young women. They seem to be having a lovely evening. And she, like, takes Halberg's arm. And they head off into the party. Lots of Malines in. He's like, he is just so handsome. Was he fun? Was he charming? Hmm. Charming or just eye-catching? She shrugs. (laughs) Is there anything else you want to do at this party? I think I do want to hang out with Liam. Gotcha. I think you do eventually find him. Yeah. 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 What is that evening like with him? I feel like it's, um, you know, it's the first opportunity that Etni has, like, given herself to actually, like, treat Mm -hmm. anyone in her family like she used to. Right, right. And Um, how did she used to treat them? Well, before... she stopped, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, towards her dad, she was very, like, yes, sir, respectful. Mm-hmm. With her mom, that was the only person that she has always been openly fighting with. Right. Um, with Liam, it's always been, like, very playful. Mm-hmm. Like like that cousin that like maybe you were like in the family with like cousins that were like super not your age right but you had one even if it was like a second cousin or something yeah, yeah, but you're yeah. like we get us. each other yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. it was like that um with sarah show it was very like actual mother-daughter relationship mm-hmm. until the wool fell from your eyes yeah yeah and you saw her for the wolf she was yes yeah how do you feel about this party as you, as like it's winding down and it's like close to time to leave? I feel like Etni is 
still on guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like she's less, um, freaked out. Mm-hmm. Because even with the in that her parents had and everything and her family had, um, not just anybody was allowed to be in it. Mm -hmm. And with this, it was like a little bit more open. Like she did recognize like farmers. Yeah. And like the richer farmers, but the farmers, but still the farmers, like people that don't really have anything to give to the Jespers that they can't just like buy. Right. Yeah. So I think as it's ending, you and Latsima are walking out, um, to head back home Mm -hmm. together. And like, Liam hugs you, mm-hmm. and he kind of, like, gives, like, a curt bow, mm-hmm. like, to, to Latima. Mm-hmm. And Shersha and that Halbert guy still with her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shersha, like, kind of leaves him for a second, like, mm-hmm. holds your hands if you let her. One hand. Okay. And she's, like, holding it in, like, mm-hmm. both of hers, and she's like, thank you so much for coming. Well, you know, Liam asked, so... Well, We'll all have dinner again soonish, when you have time. When I have time. When you have time. And like she turns and then Halbrook says, Good evening, Lady Lone Tree. I look forward to seeing you again very soon. You're welcome. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, do you want to roll a discern realities or something here? I do. Okay, yeah, yeah. Roll a discern realities. I do. I am rolling. Do you want to read Discern Realities? It's like one of the very few roles we've made tonight. This is very true. So, when you closely study a situation or person, roll plus wisdom. On a 10 plus, ask the GM three questions from the list below. On a 7 to 9, only ask one. And you have a move that expands the number of questions you can ask. I do. Um, so, the quick thing I want to know is, what are you closely studying? The situation, the party, or are you studying Halberg? Or... Halberg. Okay, Halberg. Yeah. Halberg. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, my move that, you know, adds to this Mm -hmm. is called Delve. Okay. When you use your elemental mastery to scan someone's body, use discern realities as usual with the following questions added to the list. So I can choose the regular discern realities questions or I can choose from mine too. All right. So let's make the roll. I just think that the thing we should note is that your eyes glow orange just for the briefest second. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like, you're like scanning the heat off of his body. Gotcha, yeah. So what are you rolling? 2d6 plus... 2d6 plus... Wisdom, which is... Plus two, right? Yep. Awesome. Cool. All right, let's see what I get. That is a 10. Dang. I'm doing good tonight. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right, so I get three. So read your whole massive list of questions. Start with the the basic ones and then move to your special ones. Okay. Basic. What happened here recently? What's about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? And delving (laughs) into more questions. (laughs) (laughs) What is their emotional state? What have they eaten or drunk recently? What was the immediate cause of their death? What is currently impeding their good health? What magical alterations have been made to their body? And what is their physical weakness? Mm. All right. I've got three. You've got three. We'll do one at a time. Yes. I am going to first ask what here is not as it appears to be. Just in regards to him. 
Halberg isn't his real name. Okay. I think as you, I think this this comes maybe at the end of this actual discern realities. Mm-hmm. Is like, Shersha turns in and says a name mm-hmm. to him uh, that he responds to, mm-hmm. like it's his, and much better. Like a name or a title? No name. Okay. And that name is Jin. <laughs> but I will remind you that is a name that means nothing. To Etni. Nope, it doesn't. It, it doesn't mean anything to Duncan to or Brim. It would only mean something to Thorn and Pond. <laughs> and one's dead and one is leagues Not away. The fuck here. <laughs> Alright, next question. Son of a bitch. I know, right? Oh, uh, wait. You asked what's not here is not what it appears to be. Yes. Oh, you're just studying him. You're just studying him. Sorry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Ooh, what magical alterations have been made to their body his like body cleansing system is off the charts like he's meant to like be able to process mm-hmm. really difficult substances hmm. without like his body going into shock or oh interesting yeah, and I think you just, like, when we get that flash of orange on your eyes, you can, like, see his, like, circulatory system mm-hmm. for a second. Crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I have to ask it. What's their physical weakness? Yeah, they're human. Like, okay. Like, they, they're not... It's not like... It's not like Ingvild, where okay. there's, like, one way to kill him. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, like... Ah, uh, you could cut his head off, you could stab him, you'd burn him to death. Like He's a human. He, he's a human. Like, he doesn't have, like, a s- super weakness or nothing. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Um. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, the last couple of days of, of this fourth week, it's truly summer now. Yeah. Um, and, like, over those two days, mm-hmm. Latimer says to take a couple of days off. You know, and like you and her son, um, whose name I should say is Marka, um, <laughs> I think the three of you like spend a lot of time together over the next two couple days. Yeah. Like picnics and going to the market and mm-hmm. all that stuff and like talking to Marka about how school's going now that there's school mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Was he really excited to play tree number three? Yes. <laughs> he absolutely was. Bucket. He's thinking about joining the Little Leaves. It is so cute. Is there anything else Etni does during her summertime that you'd like to, like, do, like, the briefest scene of? Um, I feel like Etni is, like, secretly a crazy thrill seeker. Uh-huh. And she'll, like, go on, like, early morning, like, hikes. Uh-huh. Like, 